This is Moonshine and Scoreboards with Kevin, Landon, and Justin. Hello and welcome to Moonshine and Scoreboards, episode 21. I'm your host, Kevin, and this week I'm joined by my not-so-frozen-anymore, not-so-trapped-anymore co-host, Landon. Landon, how are you this evening out of exile? Do you want to build a snowman? Because I really don't want to. I've seen about a foot of snow, and I want it to go the hell out of here. Hi, Kevin and everybody. Um, uh, I am really over snow. I uh, stayed five days straight at work uh, because that is just kind of something you do in the radio business, particularly if you're a news talk station uh, when it comes to inclement weather because you serve a service to the uh, listeners at that point, letting them know school closings, uh, inclement weather, uh, roads that they can't go, which, by the way, that was most of East Tennessee. And uh, five days, Dane straight at the station, sleeping on a pullout couch. And then uh, I went to a Holiday Inn Express for two days, then went back to work for one day, then went back to the Holiday Inn Express. And then finally, thank you, Jesus, uh, Knoxville started to thaw out, and I am now back in uh, Casa de Daz, uh with the uh, Zoe monster in my own surroundings. And it is uh, nice to be home i imagine it's nice is an understatement you Um, have no idea if you can't tell i'm a little excited to be home (laughs) yeah um yeah last week was a shit show here to be completely honest (laughs) to Um, say the very least and saying shit show feels like an (laughs) understatement yeah a foot of snow and on top of that like a nice sprinkling of an inch of ice like just Oh, thank you, Mother Nature, both awe-inspiring and terrifying all at the same time. Yeah, like for me, I think the cool part was like Monday when it started to snow and I was like, oh, this is pretty. And then by like Tuesday afternoon, I was like, I think we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it, it's funny you, you, you name check Monday because I'm sitting at work. It's like because it started snowing at like what like like 7 a.m monday morning because you know my shift starts around 5 a.m uh monday through friday so i so as soon as the snow started falling it's like oh here we go and then um i'm sitting with my other cohort in the morning uh in the news and there we are it's like four o'clock in the afternoon on monday and it had not let up at all when it came to the snow and we're like okay it needs to stop snowing yeah, and then was, I wake up, I wake up on Tuesday morning. It's like, damn it, please stop snowing. Yeah. And, and then there was more on Thursday. That was, uh-huh. the other part. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. It, like I looked at my wife and I was like, Thursday came and, and I was ready to like die. And then I looked at her and I was like, right when you think it's done, it just keeps coming. Yeah. <laughs> Mother like, nature pulls a Lee Corso and says, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, I was like, can you just, like, go away? And, mm-hmm. and my wife had to work from home. Luck- I mean, luckily. Luckily for her, week- yes. Yeah, this week I'm paying for it, but I didn't have to work last week. So I'm I'm paying for it now. But 
she had to work from home. So I was banished to our downstairs basement with, with my two dogs. And so I was in isolation in the basement from like Tuesday, Tuesday, you know, during the work day. So like 7am to like 5pm from, from Tuesday to Friday in the basement. And, you know, I realized something in my banishment you can only play so many video games, <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets a little boring. Okay, <laughs> well, I well I am curious. We will get to sports in a second, I promise. But you know, uh, I it, it is nice to converse with the outside world after my own uh, personal <laughs> banishment for a week and a half. What did you do? Uh, what did you play? What did you watch? Uh, you know, um, Hulu, Netflix, Pornhub, uh, <laughs> Peacock. Uh, what? What, Kevin? What? <laughs> um so monday neither one of us worked which was nice and and she started watching the bear um on okay Hulu all right and and caught me in kind of that hook line and sinker because the emmys were the night before and so big winner the bear was yeah huge winner i think yeah the emmys were the night before um and so we started watching the bear and so i i watched the bear start to finish both seasons uh, 10 out of 10. Ow. Fantastic show. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. When I watch, I watch. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I watched on HBO Max. There's a pretty cool Rudy. I mean, not pretty cool. It was pretty interesting. Rudy Giuliani documentary. Um, uh, yes, yes. The second Borat movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, no, no. It's a different one. Please continue. <laughs> I believe it was called What Happened to America's Mayor. <laughs> Okay. All right. That that feels uh, more accurate. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a pretty interesting documentary. I watched that all four parts of it. Um, let's see. Video games wise, I think I played through four seasons of MLB The Show. Wow. Um, start to finish, playoffs included. That was fun. Um, so so like Yankee. the 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 Yankees went undefeated for four straight seasons. <laughs> No, just four, just four World Series. Oh, um, okay, all right. Well, well, just four, four World Series. All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The total's up to thirty-one according to MLB The Show twenty-three. <laughs> uh, I played through a my player, uh, like my player career of of uh, I guess it's called I guess it is a face of the franchise in Madden twenty twenty-four. Okay, 24? all right. Josh Allen on the cover. I played through a ty- entire career, went to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. I gave a great speech to my dogs. <laughs> um, let's see. That was pretty much it. Oh, I picked up this new habit of reading. And I Oh, I thought this- you were going to say I picked up this new habit called meth. It's like, oh, no, Kevin, Kevin, no, <laughs> no. All right. Well, I mean, reading I'm I do here is addictive, but not nearly as much as meth. Yeah, I'm I'm breaking bad. I made that in my garage. Um, <laughs> well, it, well, at least bad. if you're making it, it's profitable. <laughs> yeah, right. until you get um, caught and then you go to jail. Exactly, um, or you or you get a show like you say on AMC, one of the two. Right. Uh, so I I started. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this series. You might have. I don't know. I'm sure the listeners have. A Court of Thorns and Roses. I've started that. Not and, familiar with that one, no. Oh, it's like a fairy. It's like a fairy porn book. <laughs> but it's it'll do what now? Hmm. 
it's it's a very adult centered book. Oh, um, now sexy if, if, fairies, you say? <laughs> it was, it was I felt righty then. Landon's interested. Desperate times called for desperate measures. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Kevin, it was it was just a foot of snow. It wasn't the apocalypse. Okay, well, no, never mind. At some point, I th- I too thought it was the apocalypse. That's it fair. felt like the apocalypse here. I told I told um I caught I got my uncle who lives in New York, and I told him I he was like, oh, eight inches of snow, nine inches of snow, that's nothing. And I was like, yeah, but when the whole city shuts down, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it felt like COVID again. You couldn't. You went outside, and there was there was nobody there. Was, and also, there. our mayor, instead of being here to you know figure out what was going on, he was in Iowa for some reason. Thanks, He's Mayor Kane. For the Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not why he was there. <laughs> he was prepping for the Royal Rumble. He was getting ready. You know, he's sure he's we'll in, go with that, but that's not why. <laughs> he was entering. He's entering twenty one. They told me. Um, Brothers of Destruction reunion. I really like him yeah. and his brother. They come in on the motorcycles, go vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah. <laughs> so I've read, I've read two books, two 600 page books um, during my isolation. And now I'm on the third book. So I've continued my reading habit out of isolation. And all fairy pornography books. If, I, I don't know if I would, I mean, <laughs> There's a lot more to it than just the sex scenes to the books, okay? Oh, that's okay. What, All right. That's what that's what everybody who uh read Twilight said as well, Kevin. Just want to let you know. <laughs> it's I also read Twilight. Um there there's we go. Common, that tracks. There's a common thread here. <laughs> You're doing uh, read, great. You're I read doing the books. Great. Yeah, this is not great. Um <laughs> I read the books tended towards like the young teenage female audience, it appears. Um, mm. I don't know what grabs my attention with those, but maybe it's my sister's recommending them to me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, I read, I read that. I'm reading that. Um, I played board games, me against myself. Um, was, were, uh, were these board games decide or designed to be played like 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 single player, or did you like like get get like like uh, all work and no play makes Kevin a dull boy? that board it was it was like um have you seen the movie split no with james mcavoy he has yeah like yeah i'm i'm, I'm familiar with it never saw it though yeah it was like that like split personality one was playing against split personality two Uh-oh. um yeah the i'm not built to be locked in a cage for a yeah week. yeah i'm i'm I'm, I'm, I'm picking up on that uh yeah um wow yeah so um yikes after a while i you know i just read my books watched the dogs um i have a vr headset i probably should have like done something remotely active with that like boxed or played golf or something but or wrote in a journal or something yeah something but i Mm -hmm. I didn't um and so I, I, the reason I say that is because I'm looking at it now, and I was like, "Man, that would have been very useful." Like the last week, um, but yeah, I, I cleaned my house. My house is pristine condition. There you go. Um, you look at you. You did something productive over the blizzard of 24. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I've, I've. I mean, my house is in tip-top shape. It looks better than when I moved when we first moved in. So I. Uh, 
I'm I I told my wife today. I said I'm good if I don't see snow for another twenty years. Like I'm baby, I'm you and me both. I'm, you I'm, and me both. And uh, uh, you, the lovely listener, might be able to pick up in the background. It is currently raining right now. So uh, this is God washing away this white garbage away from East Tennessee. So hopefully uh, we will not have to see snow for a while. Or if we do have to deal with snow, it will be like a, oh, this is pretty. Look at it as it hits the ground and just just fades away. And real quick, I do promise we're going to get sports. I watched all of uh, season two of Abbott Elementary on the Hulu. Very good yeah. show. A very feel-good show. A very feel-good in the uh, same vein of Ted Lasso. And then me and the uh, Smoking Hot Girlfriend did kind of a... Uh, portal watch along like we would text be like all right one two three go type situation we watched the first season of succession on hbo so there you oh, go oh well i'm a succession head oh um, yeah yeah we love us some succession yeah buddy so have you so you you this is not your this is your first watch of it yes yes we we heard it was phenomenal never got around to watching it so we're like well one of us is is uh snowed in at home the other one is slowly losing his mind sleeping on the sports animal 99 ones uh tyler ivan's couch maybe we should just you know do like a uh watch along of season one of succession and uh we watched all of season one and it was incredible yeah, it is. So season one, re- remind me because I haven't done a rewatch. That's a, that's a show that it, that is very hard to do a rewatch, um, because it, it it's a very just like man, society and the higher ups just suck. They really um, do. They really, really do. Especially these higher ups. Yeah. So season one ends with. Um, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Succession, yes, you can watch yes, it yes, all yes. Now. This is a massive spoiler, but also this show's been out for a while. But like, I highly recommend you go check out Succession. So maybe like skip ahead, uh, like like uh, like like ninety seconds. We'll give ourselves yeah, ninety give seconds. Yeah, yeah. So season one ends with Kendall doing the bear hug. Yes, yes, yes. The attempted bear hug. Well, the bear hug does go through, but uh, Kendall. Um, um, is uh, wanting to get that little calm down effect. So, so he talks to the uh, to the uh, help that gets sent away. Uh, the help uh, drives the uh, car into oh, yes. into the pond. Who dies? And then Kendall gets out of the pond and and walks back to the castle. And then at that point, Logan's like, "Ah, oh, son, what happened?" Yes. And and pretty yeah. much at that point, Logan has him right in the palm of his hand. And at that point, the bear hug goes finute. Yes. Okay. Okay. I remember that now. The the big part for me that I liked was when Kendall was waiting. Also, Roman producer Joe, I really hope that, that you've seen Succession or you weren't going to watch Succession <laughs> because I am really, really sorry. That, that just dawned on me. My bad, man. <laughs> producer Joe loves himself some Roman Roy. Okay. Um, all right. All right. All right. So he, he has. All right. He's on the now. He's on the now. <laughs> yeah. He's seen it. Um, I okay. Good deal. Good. Deal. We've, we've discussed about this. All right. Um, good. Yeah. My, my favorite part of season one was when he's doing the bear hug and he's waiting for Roman to vote and Roman's like, and, and he can't, he wants to do it. He told Kendall he was going to do it. And then he can't do it when Logan's like Romulus. Yeah. And, and, fucking and, and hand down. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, what are you doing? I'm um, uh, Smelling my pit. It's like, you <laughs> weasel. 
Yeah, yeah. So and and, and 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 Roman Roman has has the best line when he's talking to Greg of the entire season when he's trying to when he sends uh when Greg's going back to uh Logan's uh a, apartment to get uh get the or to get his slippers originally it's like hey while you're over there get those papers also thank you and 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 fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah just fuck yeah. off oh so good yeah. so good so good okay the sports. way to fuck off sports Corona sports is great yes all right so something else that happened during the blizzard <laughs> of 2024 uh the tennessee volunteers played a basketball game uh we talked about one of their games that they played uh last week we talked about the vols gators game last week uh, a great win for tennessee landon i know you were uh supposed to be going or had the chance to go I had the chance to go, could could not go, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Could not go uh, myself either. But we talked about that. Tennessee won pretty easily. Dalton Connect is him. And they continued their winning ways against Alabama. I believe that was on Saturday. It was, they, 2 o'clock tip at the Tommy yep. Bowl. Excuse me, the Food City <laughs> Center at the Tommy Bowl. Yep, and, and throttled Alabama, uh, 91-71. A nice 20-point win, I believe, over the reigning SEC tournament champions. Is that correct? Alabama won the tournament, la- or did we win the SEC last year? I think Alabama did. Did they not? They, I, know they- I, I, I know it was one way or the other. They either won the regular season or they won the tournament. But, but there was a SEC crown that was upon the Crimson Tide's head. And not only was it that... They were the number one offense coming into the Food City Center at Thompson Bowling Arena on Saturday. And this was a Tennessee team that held them to 71 points. And if I remember correctly, they never trailed at all. Nope, wire-to-wire win. And and Tennessee pretty much did whatever they want. It was, it was it, like, like, like they just held them at arm's length. And 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 you talk about he is him and Dalton connect. Dalton kind of had a quote unquote quiet night at twenty five points. Yeah. And can um, you imagine when when, win when the SEC last year the the tournament? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I knew it was one or the other. I couldn't remember which one because because I mean like like Alabama had a very up and down season last year. You have to remember both on and off the court for yeah. various reasons. Let's just say, <laughs> but uh, but it's like like. When 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 your dude Dalton connect his quote unquote quiet night his slow night is twenty five points, mm, gotta make you feel good as a fan, man. Yeah, it, it does. Um, you know, he had twenty five. The big player this game. I mean, there was two guys that kind of stood out to me was uh, Jordan Ganey. He had fifteen. Yes. That deep breath was because I'm trying to think if it was uh, Jemai Meshack. I, I think that it was uh, Meshack who was all over the court for like a solid like five minutes, just everywhere. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. tormenting Alabama. I mean, um, like like the entire team got Meshacked at one point. Like like one of the most elite defenders, not only in the SEC, dare I say, the the entire country and, and like, like, like taking no, nothing away from Zakai Ziegler, who is one of the best post up one-on-one defenders. And there was one play where Zakai just straight up pickpocketed a dude and then flipped it. I'm trying to remember it, it, it might've been to, uh, to connect. Uh, it yeah, and, and it was just like, Oh my God, like, like, like put it into my veins, but it's like Mayshack when he is on, 
Like I like I would put him up against anybody. And Meshack takes pride in that. He talked about this in the post game. He takes pride in going through from one through five when it comes to the positions. He wants to be able to and can guard anybody on the floor. He wants that challenge. Yeah, and the thing that I've discovered about this Tennessee team, especially like Saturday, going back to Kinnett, is that they are incredibly deep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Meshack's coming off the bench. Tobe Awaka's coming off the bench, and he had a quiet game, but he's been a difference maker coming off as a six six man. And then I already talked about Jordan Ganey. When you have three guys like that coming off of the bench, um, to supplement the scoring that you're getting from Kinnett, the scoring that you're getting from Ziegler, the the offensive and defensive rebounds and the lockdown, you know, post play that you're getting from Jonas Adu. And and realistically coming into the season, our best player that everybody thought was our best player was Santiago Viscovi. And he's been very quiet um the last couple of games. I just relish at the fact of what's going to happen when this Tennessee team, I don't think that they've hit their full stride yet. You have, you know, like I said, Viscovi's struggling right now, and Josiah Jordan-James has been really quiet the past couple of games. Those two guys we know can put up 20 points pretty easily by themselves. When the, That's 40 points sitting right there that's, that's, that you're waiting to get going. I mean, this Tennessee team, they're living up to the preseason hype. Uh, right now, they're the number five team in the nation, and, and they're playing like it. Um, granted, Alabama was maybe a little overhyped. I, I know that I saw, you know, they were one of the four best teams in the SEC, and we kind of dismantled them. But um, I know played Paul... Yeah, but I know, <laughs> but I know that uh, we have Vanderbilt on Saturday. Uh, we go to to Nashville to play uh, at Vanderbilt on Saturday, um, and then we host South or we, we host South Carolina on the thirtieth of the month. Who who just beat Kentucky, and then we go to Kentucky on February third. Mm. Um, that's kind of like the next the next three for Tennessee. I I think that especially if Kentucky plays the way they played against South Carolina, that, that Tennessee is kind of going to separate themselves from the pack with those three, with those three games. Um, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, well, Tennessee is going to dominate all three games, but I, I do anticipate the Vols to come out on top, at least against Vanderbilt and South Carolina. Um, Kentucky's a toss-up. Kentucky's always going to be a tough game for us, but that's, that's the game that I'm circling is that February 3rd matchup in Lexington, um, I believe it's a eight o'clock tip, uh, a, a, a Saturday under the lights in Rupp Arena, um, and and hopefully we see maybe Kinnett drops forty on on the Wild Kittens, uh, as Justin calls them. I think that would be a nice just stab in the heart to John Calipari. I think I'd appreciate that. That would that would that would be an amazing chapter in the story that's being told of Dalton connect in his one year on Rocky top. And you talk about how we're used to triple J and Santiago Vescovi 
being these, uh, I guess, offensive machines. I think what we're seeing this season really speaks to the character of these players about how they realize it's like, okay, we could be trying to find our shots where we're just going to go out and keep jacking up, you know, 12, 15, 20 shots a game until we maybe find our shots or maybe we shoot ourselves out of the game or we could fall back, be a cog in the machine and see what's going on. And oh, by the way, we just dropped 91 points on a pretty damn good Alabama team. We've won 10 of our last 11 and we've tested ourselves and looked pretty dang good against some of the best competition in America. And, and like, I think triple J, uh, and Vescovy are going to contribute in the big spots down the line. Vescovy is still one of the best catch it, shoot it shooters in the SEC. Like, like when somebody's driving down the lane, uh, they uh, the defender pulls off Santee to get that double team. They kick it out. There's Santee unguarded. Hey, there it is. Boom, money. Triple J is still a leader. He came back when he very easily could have gone professional, maybe tested the waters in the NBA, but he very easily could have gone international, gotten money, played professionally. But he came back because he believes in what Rick Barnes and this Tennessee team can do. And oh, by the way, I don't think anybody realized what Dalton Connect was going to be in a difference maker for this Tennessee basketball program. There's something special brewing on Rocky Top. And barring injuries, keep an eye. I know I said that Tennessee is going to win a national championship. And yes, I will I will say there's a lot of homerism in that pick before the uh, college basketball season started. There's still a lot of homerism in that pick, but as the basketball season prog- uh, progresses, that final four pick for Rick Barnes and this basketball team solidifies in my mind. This is one of the best four teams in America. And it's because they have unselfish players. They have players that can come off the bench. You mentioned Ganey. You mentioned Meshack. You mentioned Awaka. And I mean, like, who knows if Barnes wants to introduce somebody else into the rotation. That would be kind of unheard of from him, but there's still talent past those three. And then unlike Barnes teams in the past, maybe outside of those, um, you know, Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield teams, you have a score where, like, okay, we need a bucket. Dalton, go get us a bucket. Yeah. I think that's the big thing that, that this team has that I'll even go as far as to say that the, the, those Grant Admiral and, or Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield teams did not have. Um, I, I know you'd feel pretty good about giving the ball to Grant late in the game when you need a basket, but, but sometimes, you know, as a defender, you – you're getting like a double team on him. And as much as I love Grant Williams, sometimes he would put up like a super contested shot that wouldn't go in. Um, same thing with Admiral. Kinnett, it, I feel like it doesn't matter how many guys are in his face, he's still making the basket. It, yeah, it, that's it, fair. He is a walking bucket. And I said this last week, that is the difference in this Tennessee team and the past Tennessee teams is they have a guy, like you said, that late in games, if you need a basket, 
he's going to get it. And and the defense knows that and and they still can't stop him. And can, and that's that's what's enticing about this Tennessee team. You're fine. Can I four give you my one better. hesitation to say that this is a final four national championship team? Yeah, you can give me one. I have one as well, but you can give me one. Okay. Jonas Adu has been playing out of his mind. Dot, dot, dot. But what if Jonas gets in foul trouble and then the only big that Tennessee has to rely on is Tobe Awaka? Awaka has been playing very good, but if he has to go up against an an elite uh, big, like uh, what's the the big drink of water from uh, Purdue? Uh, Edie? Zach Edie. Yeah, Zach Edie. Mm, I, I I don't know if I if I like that matchup, and yeah. and well, that's 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 what I'm afraid of is if uh, is if it comes down to a big on big matchup in the paint for Tennessee. That's that is a very valid fear. Um, I know that Awaka played very well against Purdue earlier this year when we did, when we did play them, and surprisingly, uh, Adu did not. But I know that Awaka kind of shut down Edie when he was in that game, and then Awaka is the one that got into foul trouble, and Edie went off. Yeah, who would have thought that? My fear, yeah, it was a total reverse. Um, my fear is that we get a two seed that is in the same region as Purdue, or is in the same region as Kansas. Two teams that we've already lost to. Um, do I think that we could beat those two teams the way that we're playing now? Absolutely. I do, but I don't want to run that risk until we get to the final four, at least, you know, because you do hang a banner for the final four. Yes. You hang one for the elite eight, but the final four sounds a lot better than the elite eight. Um, so I, I mean, I would prefer to stay away from Purdue and Kansas as long as possible, you know, personally. Um, I mean, I'd per- to- I'd totally get that, team. yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, I would bet on uh, the Deacon to be able to figure out a way to look at that tape and be like, okay, we did X, we need to do Y. And also yeah. Dalton freaking score. Yeah, because he's playing, connect like, like we, I mean, for all the times that we talked about Joe Milton during the football season, we're going to talk about Dalton Connect during the basketball season, it's going to be yep. a total reverse. It's going to be a lot of positive instead of a lot of negative. Um, and, and Kinnett is playing a hell of a lot better now than he was playing in Maui or in Honolulu when we played Kansas and Purdue. Um, I mean, I mean, like, like as we're recording this right now, Dalton connect is the reigning Naismith uh, award player of the week. Two time back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and that is uh that is, that is uh, not something that happens a lot. Here on Rocky Top. Yeah, and and I feel very confident in saying he's most likely going to win the SEC out, Most Outstanding Player. Barring um, injury, 1,000%, yeah. Yeah, I feel very confident in saying that. I feel very confident in saying he's a first-team All-SEC, a first-team All-American. I feel very confident in saying Zakai Ziegler is a first-team All-SEC. God, ZZ is looking so good. And Jonas Adu. I feel confident saying all three are probably first-team All-SEC players, which is not something that we haven't had three first-team All-SEC players, I believe, since the Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield. And I think the third one was... Um, was it Josh Bone? 
It it might have been Jordan Bone or uh, Lamonte Turner. Yeah, Jordan Bone, not Josh Bone. I'm 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 glad you mentioned Zakai Ziegler because like. Let's remember, he is what, like, still less than a year away from what an ACL tear. Torn ACL, yeah. And he is out there as one of the best one-on-one on-ball defenders in the entire damn nation. Like, that that picking of the pocket that he pulled on Saturday, I was watching in in my hotel room in the Holiday Inn Express. Shout out to Holiday Inn. Uh, not a paid endorsement, but it can be. Um, I, like you, I was like, oh, oh, my God. Just laughed at it. It was so great. Yeah, so we we feel very good about this Tennessee team. Um, we're going to see what, what, they, what the future holds with them. Um, you know, road games are a little bit more difficult than playing at the Food City Center at Thompson Bowling Arena. There it is. Uh, there it is. But, Good job. <laughs> Got to get it right. <laughs> yeah. But Corporate branding is um, very important. Okay. R- uh, real quick before we move on at Vandy on Saturday, hosting uh, South Carolina at Kentucky on February 3rd. Um, what do you think Tennessee's record's going to be over those three games? I'm going to go out and say three and oh, I'm going to say they go undefeated. Um. I, I, I just think that Rick Barnes, since he's been on Rocky Top, has done very well coaching against John Calipari. Um, and so I think that he kind of continues that. I think the Vanderbilt game and the South Carolina game were two. Now, if we played in Columbia, I'd feel a little bit more different because that atmosphere was crazy this week when they beat Kentucky. Um, but it's not. It's in Knoxville. And so... I think that we're going to take care. We take care of home court pretty well, um, and so I'm going to say that we go three and zero. What about you? What do you think? I'm going to say three and zero as well because uh, Rick Barnes owns Kentucky. That's right. And That's also, right. we got Dalton Connect, y'all. That's right. Nobody else has Dalton Connect besides us. No, so uh, now- no, I no, I do have a little bit of hesitation because uh, Kentucky has that big Z giant dude, and he's ineligible. Uh, no, no, they they declared him eligible this week. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, okay. and uh, and and remember when I talked about it, it's like if if we get in a big on big fight, yeah. that's a big old big boy, and oh, he did can he shoot play the against three. South Carolina. He did, so they still lost. Yeah. So so there's that. Didn't lose. They didn't lose. They got thumped. Yeah, but, yeah, um, but they got smoked. <laughs> and it was nice to see. But still, three I and zero. B-O-L-S, go balls, go balls, go. See, Jay isn't That's even right. here, but 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 his spirit is still here talking about us uh, smoking the uh, kitty cats. And he, and he would be proud. He would be very proud. Um, <laughs> so we can dive into our big discussion now, which, speaking <laughs> of the balls, is going to be a very uh, ball-centered discussion. Um, I was thinking this week, you know, football season's done. Um, and I want to put, well, college football season's done. Yes, college and football. Wanna, yeah, yeah, we still have NFL. But I want to put a little bow on uh, the college football season, I guess, and do something that I wanted to do for a while, which is our top five favorite football balls of all time. Now, I have to emphasize football because we have a group <laughs> chat going that I specifically said football, and my two wonderful co-hosts, one who is here and one who is not came up with top five vols of all time. 
Yeah, a couple and, of us didn't understand the assignment, yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah so I said Whoopsie, football in, in big, bold letters. Um, Kevin, I can't okay. read. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Um, so Justin, you know, but he is he's out this week. He's taking care of. He's hopefully having a celebratory dinner. Uh, Not hopefully. Or- Totally is having a celebra- uh, celebratory dinner for May. Getting that job. Congratulations, May. Yes, a big congratulations. I hope you enjoy your new job um, and and welcome into the world of of work. And yeah, congratulations. You're, you're... You get to pay taxes now. Yeah. Uh-oh. Welcome to the end of your life. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Hold on. You get to pay taxes now. Ooh. I was waiting for it. There it is. I was yep. waiting for it. <laughs> I got a damn um, pop up because I still haven't paid for the paid version of Discord. <laughs> hey, you know, we got to cut because costs. Because I'm paying taxes. Here. That's right. That's right. See, you won't be able to have your free, your free Discord anymore, May. Yep. You got mm-hmm. to kiss that goodbye. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it, he sent his list of five and, and of course it included... I believe three basketball players on it. So I was like, okay, well, th- thank you, Justin. That helps none, but you did. He did mark off two football players. So the kicker with this is once a football player is selected, nobody else can pick them. And I say nobody else, it, it, me and you cannot pick them, Landon. Yep. Um, so Justin has graciously done the honors of taking. No, Al no, Wilson. no, no. He, he, no, he, no. he, he, he. No, no, his his picks don't count. His picks do not count. Okay, sorry, Justin Jay. Picks do not count. This ain't um, pub dub. And for the record, he did have three basketball players. I just went back and checked. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, like, like, like we can we can mention his picks, but but they're still all going to be on the board. Okay, yeah, we could do that. So his picks were. I just closed it. I'll open it back up. It was I, I, I have it right here: Peyton Manning, Al Wilson, Chris Lofton, Allen Houston and Candace Parker, all phenomenal top all-time VFLs, and in one instance, LVFL. Right. And and two top football players, which is what we're asking for. <laughs> uh, Again, we didn't understand the assignment. But you know what? It's okay, because we're going to do basketball players at the end of basketball season, so it'll be fun then, too. <laughs> but, so... For me and you, Landon, I have a random number generator pulled up, and I promise I actually do. I was typing it in. Oh, dang. And I actually – well, it's funny you had that because I have – I had a D20 ready to roll, but but if uh, but if you have that on your end, go for it, man. Okay. So numbers between 1 and 100, I'll let you pick your number first. 34 because that's my lucky number. 34. I will be going with 71. And the number is 94. So I will be going first. I, so you get Peyton up, Manning. I, I well, you, Maybe. Um, so it is your top five favorite balls of all time. Football, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Football balls. Not the best. Your favorite. So I will make my first selection. And it is not going to be Peyton Manning. What? It is not. No, I love somebody more than Peyton Manning. And he was only on Rocky Top for two seasons, but I fell deeply in love with him. 
my favorite running back of all time, the sixth god himself, Alvin Kamara. K first off the board. Okay, all right. Well, I got to... I got to scratch him off my list because he was on mine as well. I really thought I could have, I, I, I could have taken him in the later rounds. I do not fault you, but number one overall, AK all day, AK all day. I have the New Orleans Saints AK forty one jersey. Um, that's what I got for Christmas. I believe four years ago. This year for Christmas, I got the AK six jersey and big orange. Um, he he's. He's my favorite football vol. He's my favorite vol of all time, period. I love Alvin Kamara. I think, you know, the swag that he played with, um, he still plays with, uh, but the swag mm-hmm. at Tennessee that he had, uh, the dab, the dab was big when he was he was on campus, and, you know, him and the Migos, uh, him being in the Migos music videos, I just thought that was so cool. And I guess it might have been like prime time because I was in college at the same time that he was in college, um, that he was here. So, I mean, I, man, I couldn't say enough great things about Alvin Kamara. Uh, favorite memory of him would probably be the Virginia Tech Bristol game when he ran into he scored a he scored a touchdown, pretty easy touchdown, and he smiled and the camera zoomed in on his With the grill. grill. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just so cool. iconic like, shot. I was like, yo, this guy is yep. so cool. I, I like, yeah. So Alvin Kamara, my number one overall pick. Landon, I have a feeling that you're going to take, I have a feeling who you're going to take with your number one overall or your number one pick. Um, so go ahead and talk about the sheriff. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's funny that I went with uh, 34, calling it my uh, lucky number. Uh, even though it wasn't the first overall pick, uh, I still end up getting my number one, what would have been my number one overall pick. It is, if Tom Brady didn't exist, the greatest quarterback <laughs> of all time, but he is the greatest collegiate quarterback of all time. It is Peyton freaking Manning. Growing up, um. I always assumed Peyton's under center. He's going to win unless Steve Spurrier was on the other sideline. But I, I like, like I will admit when I was younger, I got spoiled because I just got used to, yeah, all quarterbacks are like Peyton Manning. And then Peyton graduated. And then he went to the national championship. Well, well, yes, yes, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out to T. Martin because they did win a a national championship literally the year after uh, Peyton left. Let's not forget that. Um, But I mean, like, like what's what can you say about Peyton Manning that hasn't been said? I mean, he is the greatest collegiate quarterback of all time. Um, The best to wear the orange and white. So uh, Peyton Manning is. the number one pick of Team Dawes. Yeah, I will say, you know, Peyton Manning is is a good pick, is a great pick. Um, strangely enough, I've never been a big Peyton guy. And I know that is... <laughs> I know that is blasphemous. Podcast over, friendship over. What the hell? 
I know. I've I've never been a huge Peyton guy. I, I I don't know if it was because when he was here, like when he was big, I hadn't moved to Tennessee yet, so I wasn't like a diehard VFL. Um, but I just never, I never really. I mean, I understood it because I I mean I know it's Peyton Manning, you know, and he's like you said, aside from Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to play, but. You, I'm gonna get. I might get canceled for this, but as you should. I, I mean, like, I and, like, and, and and that's like not Brady saying all, all. Well, no, I mean, like, like I even even I will admit it's like, like I just took Peyton number one, and I have a 16 jersey in my closet. I can't argue. Tom Brady is number one over Peyton, like, yeah. like when it comes to hardware and when it comes to on-field results. Yeah. So I mean, and I never liked the Patriots, but I just nope loved Tom Brady. But also, like, also yeah. as a Titans fan, I never liked the Colts. Yeah, true. <laughs> I I can see that. Yeah, and also, also can can we admit that like Charles Woodson never should have won the Heisman over Peyton no, Manning? No, that was Peyton Manning's Heisman to win. And, and yeah, that was like 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 if the NCAA wants to take away a Heisman from anybody, it's like leave leave. Leave Reggie Bush alone. Go after Charles Charles Woodson. Yeah, that was also, highway uh, also, robbery. Did uh did did I say Charles Heisman a second ago? No, you said Woodson. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, that's what the Michigan fans call him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross! And <laughs> as they're looking for him to be their new head coach, uh, <laughs> which apparently y'all need a new coach because right yeah. before we recorded, apparently uh, Jimmy Harbaugh's running away from the NCAA and going to uh, the Chargers. A true shocker! Jim Harbaugh's leaving Michigan. Never saw yeah, we, that. One. Yeah, we call that a Pete Carroll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. All so right. I do like Peyton though. Um, but, but I've always, Kevin been... is on the clock. No, we're, we're snaking. We're snaking. You can go. Oh, 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 snap. Okay. Landon is back on the clock. Landon um, stays on the clock. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I already have the captain of my offense. Ooh. Okay. So I want the captain of my defense. And there are two people, Ooh, two people that I'm honing in on. And I'm I afraid hope you don't pick one of mine. <laughs> I'm afraid blind. you're going to get the one that I leave on the board. It truly depends on when they played. <laughs> the one that I'm leaving on the board didn't win a national championship, but the one that mm. I'm taking was one of the most feared men in all of college football. Damn it. I knew we shouldn't have done snake shit <laughs> to the point that they wrote. And when I say they swiper boy wrote a rap song about him, Eric Berry, Eric Berry, yep, Eric Berry, <laughs> Eric Berry. Give me Eric Berry. Number two. I have not one, not two, but three Eric Berry jerseys. Yeah. That is how I, this, much is I a, love Eric Berry. Yeah, this is a phenomenal pick. Actually. Like, like, I mean, n- I mean, like, not only in, in in college, one of the most shut down defensive players of all time. Now, rightfully so, in the collegiate football Hall of Fame, 
unfortunately, his professional football career shut cut short due to cancer. And then he said, fuck you, cancer. I'm coming back because you know who I am? Eric Berry. That's who I am. And he came back and and still was a contributor to the Kansas City Chiefs. So give me Eric Berry at number two. Yeah, that's... Eric that, that, Berry called the shots. Don't worry about interceptions. Throw it my way. Just worry about interceptions. I feel like you you were rat- rapping that word for word. Dude, when I was at when I was at MTSU and I was a student DJ at WMTS, I played that Swiper Boy song so many times. And they would call it's like, why the hell are you playing the Tennessee football song? It's like, because I can, that's why. It's college radio. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Eric, like you said, he was the most feared defender like in the nation. There, I mean, some of the hits that he put on guys. God, he blo- just the hit he threw on Tim Tebow, where he just like stopped him dead in his tracks. And you have to yeah. remember, back in the day, Tim Tebow was a thick boy, and no, and he was running over everybody. Yep, Tebow was, and yeah, he, I, I remember it vividly. He tried to go after Barry, and Barry just stuck him. Yep, and was like, "No, you're not. I'm not moving." Said, it was nuh-uh. literally the, the immovable force meets the the meets uh, Eric Berry. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, so, so Eric Berry, that was who I was going to pick. I knew um, it. I knew it. All right, all right. I, I am I, very, I am very glad I took uh, EB there. I think I gave away my hand when I said, you know, it depends on when they played. You, um, you kind of did, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most of my guys that I want are younger, are guys that I watched. Um, oh, so okay. All right. Enough, so, you're all not right. So, get a whole lot of 90s. All right. So, what you're telling me is I can get Chuck Webb with my fifth pick now. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um, I better take so, Philip Fulmer now. <laughs> yeah. Big heavy. Yep. <laughs> so, I will say that my second pick. So, I have back to back picks here. Um, I say that. I, I say what I just said. And I'm going to pivot. And I'm going to take a defender as well. Okay. Um, I'm not going to take Al Wilson, though. I'm going to take Leonard Little. Ooh. And Leonard ooh, Little. Good one. Leonard Little was a mm. big time. I, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember Leonard, Leonard Little a whole lot from when he played uh, in, in, at Tennessee. I remember him more for when he played with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And even then, Leonard Little was a dominant dude. Like He was a monster. He, it would take multiple offensive linemen to hold him back. Uh, Leonard Little, I remember playing Madden video games, and I would always play <laughs> as the Rams to have Leonard Little coming off, off, off the edge. And he, he was unstoppable on that game. Unstoppable. Um so Leonard Little lay, laying the wood here at Tennessee. Uh, when I found out, when I found out that he went here. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like Leonard Little went to Tennessee. Okay, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I will be taking Leonard Little with my second pick, and then with my third pick, I will be taking a quarterback, not Peyton Manning. I will be taking. Hendon Hooker. Ooh. I, well, I all right. Mm-hmm. Loved me some Hendon Hooker. 
Well, that's um, two off talk- my list. Very good, very good, yeah. very good. You talk about a guy that should have won the Heisman. Hendon Hooker should have won the Heisman. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt in that South Carolina game, you cannot convince me that he would not have won the Heisman. Um, mm-hmm. Change the culture, too. Was yes, part he of did. Changing the culture, rather. A, a, a huge part of changing the culture. Uh, uh, Hendon Hooker on the field was electric for Tennessee. I know he he was a he came in his first year about midway through the season replacing Joe Milton and and was and was fantastic the the second half of his first season here and then his second season here he just soared. He I mean the the offense clicked. Um you know, you have beating Florida here um and then you have of course his his super game against Alabama where he leads Tennessee. He gets the ball back with like a minute and five seconds and leads Tennessee Mm -hmm. down the field to get into field goal range to break the, I believe it was 15 year streak of not losing, of not beating Alabama. And and he lights his cigar and, and Neyland stadium goes up in smoke, not bad smoke, cigar smoke. And it was a wonderful (laughs) experience. And and truly, it was made possible by Hendon Hooker playing a huge part in that game, playing a fantastic game. Um, and so, you know, even even in his last home game, you know, he gets to go up on the climb the ladder, lead the band, do something that Peyton Manning did, um, and, and lead the band in, in Rocky Top for one last time in Neyland Stadium. Um, Hendon Hooker. I love Hendon Hooker. I love everything about Hendon Hooker, and I very easily took him with my third pick. So, Landon, you have picks three and four. Back to back. back No, four and five. Sorry. Okay. All right. Mm. Well, it's funny. Speaking on Hendon, uh, that that specific thing of him going up on the ladder, leading the band, uh, I go back and forth between uh, two – wallpapers on my phone one is a reflection of my girl the epcot ball spaceship earth because i love her all 200 some odd feet in her beautiful glory jagged edges you know hundreds of thousands of people going in her uh every year (laughs) um um and then the other uh background that i have is hendon leading the band because Hinden Hooker meant that much to me as well. So that is a uh, that is a hell of a pick. Uh, but for my next pick, it's somebody that you mentioned saying I'm not going to pick because God bless, I am going to pick him. I am going to pick uh, a 1997 yeah. first team All SEC, a 1998 first team All SEC, a 1998 first team All American, and a member of the 2001 College Football All American team. And oh yeah, by the way, he went on to have a pretty damn good career in the NFL as a member of the Denver Broncos. Believe he was inducted into their uh, Ring of Honor or whatever. It's Al freaking Wilson. Yeah. He was in their ring of honor, he, or he is in their ring of honor. Uh, God. Yeah, Al Wilson, one, actually, strangely enough, one of the wallpapers that I had on my phone, speaking of wallpapers, was Al Wilson standing over. I believe it was an Auburn player. I don't even know what Auburn player it was, 
but I know the hit that he put because, like I said, I did not watch Tennessee in 1998. I was three years old. I didn't. I didn't watch Al Wilson playing. Oh my god, I feel so old. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch Al Wilson play in college, but I've seen the hit that I, be, I like. I said I believe it was an Auburn player where the player comes across the field and Al Wilson just obliterates him, just decletes him, sends literally makes the guy like go almost vertical to the ground. He hits him so hard. He just stands over him. And that was one of my wallpapers on my phone. Um, Al, Al Wilson's a great pick, Landon. I, I know you, that, that's a good pick. That Justin I mean, Austin I mean, listen <laughs> to this write-up from utsports.com. National Football Foundation and College Football Hall of Famer Al Wilson just might be one of the greatest linebackers in Tennessee history, and his leadership was even more special, acting like a quarterback of the defense. His unique leadership was unparalleled on the hill, and it carried over into a season that was much the same. He was the Vols' only All-American selection from the 1998 undefeated national championship team. This UT captain ranked third on the team that year with 77 tackles despite missing Three games due to injury, the first since he was freshman. His highlights include a 12-tackle performance in Tennessee's 20-17 to overtime win in Knoxville against number two-ranked Florida, in which he set a school record with three caused fumbles. That's he, badass. He caused three fumbles in one freaking game. Are you kidding me? Against the That's number badass. two team in America. Yeah. That's, God. I mean, he, he is the definition of badass. Al Wilson is. He's a very – we talk about Eric Berry being a scary scary guy on defense. Al Wilson was the OG scary guy on defense. Somebody needs to write a rap song about Al Wilson, damn it. Swiper boy, get yeah, on that. Get on it. Get on it, <laughs> Swiper boy. Tennessee basketball player, Swiper boy. Right, um, yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo um, Woolridge. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Get on it. Um, <laughs> I believe he tried to write a song about Hendon Hooker, if I'm not mistaken. He uh, did. Yeah, time. yeah. Uh, 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 he, he did come back uh, last season. Uh, and, and, and that's the, like, like timeout on, on the draft. That's, that's part of the culture that I love that they're currently building about uh, – about all of the sports because Tennessee is like for the longest time under former football coaches, it was one of those things you had to ask permission to come back and be a part of the program. Now it's like, Hey, just show up, come on down. Like, and, and, and it's like love across the board. Like, like VFL truly is VFL. So I am, I'm so, I'm so glad that the Hill is open once again. Let me tell you. So my wife's parents have a box through McDonald's, um, a skybox at Neyland. And prior to Hypo coming there, we'll get back to the draft in a second. (laughs) Prior to Hypo coming there, I would go out to the box with them on Saturdays. You know, I'll get to go to like two or three, maybe four games in the box. Um, and, and you wouldn't see a whole lot of legends. You'd see Phil Fulmer up there. Occasionally you'd see Peyton Manning up there, but you wouldn't see like a whole lot of legends. Now you go to the box. Al Wilson's there. Leonard Little's there. Jamal Lewis is there. 
they're oh they're all there all the time oh every week albert hainsworth they're all there all the time and it's so cool i mean alvin's been up there i haven't seen alvin obviously i, I brought my jersey for him to sign i felt like a little kid I brought my Alvin Kamara jersey for him to sign. Kamara, can you sign my jersey? And, and he didn't show up, and I was like, damn it, I look like an idiot. Um, but clear bag policy, so everybody saw it. I was like, God, I look like a freaking idiot. Um, but, <laughs> but now you, the legends are up there all the time. and it, Like you said, Landon, it is so cool to see, you know, the the guys that, made Tennessee what it is come back and and show up and cheer on what Tennessee is now I'll never forget seeing the video of Jamal Lewis in the box and and all of those all the other former balls in the box when Tennessee beat Alabama and and their reactions I mean they they were celebrating like little kids it was because it means it, that it, much to them it, it means that much that and and they're there to show their support and to show how much it means. And it, it is really cool to see all of them coming back. And, and that's all props to Josh Heupel and Danny White, the best athletic director in college, in college sports, Danny. White. Amen. Um, and and so shout out got, to Danny White, because when stupid fans get at him on, on social media, he claps back at stupid fans. I love Danny White. I love oh. Danny White. Met him one time. Great dude. And, and I, I, I love him. He's, He's when, when, when we hired Danny white, I was like, all right, buddy, we're, we're in good hands. Yeah. Um, Whatever he is making, it's not enough. (laughs) No, it's not nowhere near. Um, so you've got Peyton, you've got Eric Berry, you've got Al Wilson. I said you were on pick four and five. You're actually on pick three and four. So this is your fourth pick. Yep. On the wraparound. And, and you threw out some names right there. That's giving me some pause. That's right. I'm not going to pick any of them, but they are good picks. <laughs> I will say Jamal Lewis is a hell of a pick. And that's that's the one name that because it's like I grew up in the era where where he just ran angry and he is such a phenomenal player. Super Bowl champion. Mhm. Also, maybe won me a fantasy championship too, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But Mm. This is a little bit of recency biased, and I'm going to admit it. But with my fourth are pick, pick, are you picking Joe Milton? <laughs> yes, I'm picking <laughs> Joe Milton. No, I'm 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 actually gonna gonna uh, no, I'm I'm not picking Joe Milton. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pick a wide receiver. Oh shit! <laughs> out of where I went to college. In Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And yes, I do pronounce it Murfreesboro, Tennessee, while most people just say Murfreesboro, Tennessee. He might not have put up the most flashy stats, but he would fight for every yard that he got. And hell, he he fought for every yard he didn't get. He also got kicked off the team once and got brought back. Thank you, Brady Hoke. Jackass. Um, Juwan Jennings, number four. How about that? That's a good pick. That's a good pick. He was on my list. 
Uh, that's not who I thought you were going to say when you said wide receiver. So that's why I I'm going to be honest. Stay- I'm a little bit surprised, but it's just like I, I, I love the fight of the dog, Jawan Jennings, a dog, a but, true and, dog, and 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 he fought and 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 he was the light when Tennessee football was at or near its absolute worst. Where I would watch. I mean, like, like obviously, uh, he played with Josh Dobbs, Alvin Kamara, and 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 there was some good times. But he also played when they were gone. And Juwan Jennings would still be out there, and he would be fighting, 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 when it didn't really matter. But at yeah. the same time, I would watch that and be like, okay, that is a guy that I want wearing the orange and white with the power T on the helmet every damn Saturday. That is a guy that I am proud to have representing the university of Tennessee. That is a guy that makes me want to tune in and be proud to be a Tennessee volunteer fan. And for that, that, that makes me him or that makes him one of my favorite Tennessee football players of all time. Yeah, Jawan Jennings, I mean, you think – I mean, when people think Jawan Jennings, obviously they go to the Georgia catch, the Hail Mary catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, the Dobnail boot, hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing that I go to is that Florida game where Jalen Tabor talked all that shit. Hashtag burning Tabor. All week long, and all we heard was the duck. a duck never tr- pulls a truck. And and I was like, yo, dude, this is crazy. And and when like the momentum of that game was flipping to Florida, who catches what what wasn't the dagger to Florida, but was a huge momentum boost to Tennessee, Jawan Jennings burns mm-hmm. Jalen Tabor down the sideline. Hashtag and high Tabor. steps high steps into the end zone. And and yeah, Jawan Jennings is a fantastic pick. Um, I mean, like like on my list. I was in the stadium for that Florida game, and this is no exaggeration. I've seen all of the best heavy metal bands that were still touring during my lifetime and are still touring. And I've gotten in the pit. I've been up against the wall of sound with their speakers. When he pulled down that pass and Nealon realized he burned Tabor and he was he like they he wasn't gonna catch him, that is the loudest I've ever heard anything. I could feel the sound. It was yeah. that loud. It was it was very loud. I I too was there. It was I mean it was the loudest I've heard anything until since besides, you know, when the kick actually when Alabama's kicker missed it wide right. That was the loudest. It wasn't even louder than that when uh, when Chase McLaughlin. Chase McLaughlin. Well, I wasn't there for that. So, so you was know, that his name, Chase McLaughlin? I think so. Sure. Um, he'll, he'll never have to buy another drink in Tennessee um, when he kicked that field goal. Even if nobody can remember his name, yeah. Chase. Um, uh, I, I kicked the field goal to beat Alabama. Oh, okay. Here's a free drink. Shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot, shot. Um, but yeah, that Jawan Jennings catch, especially that it was burning Jalen Tabor 
and the fans knew who who was the loudmouth behind that Florida team, it was electric, an electric factory, like you said. Um, all right, so I've got pick four and five to wrap up my favorite football balls of all time. I think I got a pretty good list so far with Kamara, Hooker, and Little. I'm going to take a player that is near and dear to my heart that I fought for who was also kicked off the team. Um, but it The Wizenator, right? No. Oh, okay. but it, it Ontario Smith, me, everybody. It did not make me love him any less. And even though he had a very um, public investigation about him, I stayed true. And I said that this player was innocent the entire time and that he was being wronged. And I didn't love him. I didn't love him any less. I remember I was sitting in church service when I got the notification that this player got kicked off, that he was under an investigation. He got kicked off the team and I was like, there's no way he wouldn't do that. And I was right. And my player that I'm picking is linebacker AJ Johnson. Ooh. I loved AJ Johnson. That's Every, a good one. Mm-hmm. You talk about changing the culture at Tennessee. That man was the leader of that team, of all of those teams that he was on. Um, he also played with Kamara. And and Dobbs, um, and I don't think he played with Jennings though. Um, but he was the focal point of that defense. And you know what? The dude never, very rarely did he make a mistake on the football field. And he was everywhere. Uh, the 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 wild AJ. Oh man. Oh yeah. The mm-hmm. wild AJ. Wild beast. We, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh buddy, I love me some of that. When he would come into the field, coming on offense. And, and take you know take the direct snap and, and get some yards, but sometimes a touchdown. I was like, this is this is this is peak. This is I've I've reached my peak. Nothing gets better than this. Um, for me, you know, AJ Johnson was was a fantastic vol. He was super hype. I love guys that get hype on the sideline and get hype on the field and show their excitement. Obviously, with my picks, you know, you kind of get that. Um, I don't think anybody got more hype than AJ Johnson on the field. You know, the that super is a, yeah. mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy, when he would get when he would get a sack and go super sign mode with Kurt Majit. Woo That went it's, uh, uh, it's pronounced saying just just FYI. Whatever. Um <laughs> I, I would feel it. Shut in up, my nerd. <laughs> I would feel it in my bones. I was like, oh, he's sending the power to me. Um you know the the drum circle before the game, where where you know we did that for a little bit, little while under Lyle Jones, uh, where we had the the drum cert the drum majors got in a, made a circle and he would always come in the middle. Man, like if you didn't see if you saw that and weren't ready to run through a wall, I mean I was re- I was ready to put on some pads and be like I I've never played football or tackle football. <laughs> I'm ready to go, buddy. Let's go. I'm lining up. Let's go. Put me on. Put me on kickoff, Lyle. Put me on kickoff. I'll lay somebody out. Um, so AJ Johnson is my fourth pick on my favorite balls of all time. Do you have any AJ Johnson memories, Landon? No, I mean like he was. He was definitely. Um, 
one of the leaders of that defense. And as it turned out, he was uh, kind of uh, falsely accused. And I hate that that kind of derailed his career. He did end up playing in the pros, uh, got picked up and played um, and featured pretty pr- uh, prominently with the Broncos. Uh, but he, he went through a lot to the point that he he had to shed the moniker of AJ Johnson. I believe he played uh, Alexis Johnson in the pros, but I mean, like he could have easily been a first, second round pick easily. Uh, Easy, yeah. But it like, and and I remember working in the newsroom when those uh, accusations came out, and we were all blown away, and like it 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 was it was very surprising to uh to hear uh that all come out and I'll just uh, I'll just leave it at that uh phenomenal player on the field and uh between the numbers hell of a dude hell of a dude and I'm glad that uh justice was eventually served yeah i mean in 2019 he was he finished as pro football focus's number 4 rated linebacker and number 46 player in the NFL um and and that was when he was playing with the Broncos in 2019. Uh, like you said, his NFL career was not as great as potentially he could have been. I mean, he did have a torn pec in 2021 um, and then was picked up by the Seahawks and, and then was picked up by the Dolphins uh, this year. Um, but, you know, man. He was everywhere on the field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, and, like, and I loved him. Like, at his peak, he, there was there was nobody like A.J. Johnson. No, it was so – and him and Kamara on the same team, that was, like, peak Kevin. I was like, yo, we get hype on the sideline. We well, and even on even field. on the same defense, I mean, you have to remember, um, on that same defense, uh, Jalen Reeves-Maben was back there, too. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. Yep, that – we had I I believed that we had the three best linebackers in the SEC. Like we had the best linebacker room with AJ Johnson, Kurt Majit, and Jalen Reeves Maybin. I yep. was like, yo, mm-hmm. this was that defense was and Brian Randolph Roman in the secondary and Cam yep. Sutton. Mm-hmm. I was like, this defense is beautiful. It's um, uh too bad Lyle couldn't develop a uh, talent once he got him on campus or, yeah, or sometimes keep that talent. On campus. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, okay. So I will go to my last pick. Oh man. So many names. So Dustin Colquitt, really good kicker. Yeah. Casey Clawson. Yeah. Right. Nice man. <laughs> hey, hey, do not throw shade at Casey Clawson. He won some good big games on the road. Yeah. The Iceman. Um, yeah. Tyler Bray. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Eric um, Ainge. <laughs> I will say I, I did not. When college game day came for the Florida game, I had a Tyler Bray sign. They did not let me bring it in. Um, Wait, say really? Tyler Bray. Yeah, it's a Tyler Bray throws beer bottles farther than I forget who quarter, Florida's quarterback was. When oh yeah, okay. Game. I can I can understand why they didn't yeah. let, uh, let let yeah. let you bring it in. Yeah, didn't let me bring that sign in. I was like, yo, y'all are like the police down here. This is crazy. Also, by um, the way, for the record, Eric Ainge is a very 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 good quarterback in the uh, in the record of Tennessee. I just want to put that out. He there. is. Yes, <laughs> and I'm not um, just saying that because I work with him and 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 he's yeah. bigger than me and could. <laughs> Kick my ass so <laughs> easily. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is giant. It's like, oh my god! It's like, 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 really? All right, wow, big dude. 
You keep going um, and going and going. Yeah. I will say my last pick is another defensive player from my lifetime. This hurts, man. I leave so many talent, so many right people on the board. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Tennessee's all-time sack leader. Uh, I believe he's Tennessee's all-time sack leader. I believe he won that and he got that in the in the bowl game against Nebraska. If you're going uh, where I think you are, he is. It is Derek Barnett. Sure another is another player on that vaunted Tennessee defense that was under Lyle Jones that didn't produce anything valuable for Tennessee other than great memories. Oh, um, come on. They won like an Outback Bowl championship, you know, so there's that. <laughs> uh, but Derek Barnett, while he was on campus, did produce some valuable uh, memories for Tennessee fans, myself included. Um, like I said, he, he is the single, he is the Tennessee, uh, all-time sack leader. Um, he, he got that. I, I remember that in the bowl game against Nebraska, uh, and the whole team made a big deal out of it, which I mean, it is a big deal. Uh, and you know, he was, that was somebody that you did not run the ball towards his side of the field. Didn't matter because it didn't matter who was guarding him. He was getting off the block and he was, he was making the tackle, um, and he was always in the quarterback's face, uh, a disruption on defense, and he he's a pretty damn good NFL player too. Um, I know he was with the Eagles. I believe now he's with um, Detroit. The if I'm not the Texans, he's with the Texans. Yeah, and um, and 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 he's had kind of a or rather had kind of a uh, career uh, renaissance. Uh, I know Texans just got bounced this past week, but. Uh, he did pretty damn good down in Houston. Yeah, he did. And he was really good with Philadelphia before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, a very quiet guy, which kind of goes against the grain that I have with, you know, like Kamara and AJ Johnson, but Derek Barnett, a very, very soft spoken dude, but he'd hit you and he'd knock the hell out of you. And, and I, I, I really liked Derek Barnett while he was here. It's a good pick. Very good pick. And especially if you can end up uh, knocking the minister of defense and Reggie White out of the all-time sack leader spot at the University of Tennessee, you know you're doing something good. Yeah. Mm, yes. So who is your fifth pick, fifth and final pick? We won't call him mystery irrelevant because none of these guys are irrelevant to us. No, um, no. So who is your fifth and final pick? Uh, this individual is so not Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, I named my cat after him for uh, about a week before I changed uh, the name uh, to after the character from Firefly Wash. Uh, my cat was named Wash. Um, I am going to draft, I guess for the lack of a better term, a member of the uh, 2002 first team all SEC, um, somebody who won the 2012 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award, a uh, 2013 Bart Star Award winner, uh, somebody who won the 2015 Pat Summit, Ig- Pat Summit Ignite uh, Greatest award winner and uh in 2019 he was inducted into the texas sport hall of fame i am going with maybe nay i'm going to say the greatest tight end to ever play 
at the University of Tennessee. Give me a big, giant white guy catching passes over the middle. Give me Jason Witten. Yeah, Jason Witten is uh, – I, I had a feeling that's who you were going with. That's a hell of a pick, too. Um, another guy that I didn't realize played for Tennessee until I had to do some digging. And I was like, oh, shit, he played at Tennessee. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, one of the best tight ends to ever play in the NFL. Um, one He's of the not in the Hall ends. of Fame. Like, like as of this recording, not in the Hall of Fame. I, don't, I, I do not get that. Yeah, I don't get that either. Um, because he's right up there with like, when you think of iconic tight ends of the 2000s, 2010s, you think of, you know, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Antonio Gates, obviously Gronk. And, and then to me, it goes Jason Witten's the next one. That I, think mm-hmm. of. I mean, that Jason Witten, Tony Romo connection was just electric uh, in Dallas. And, and he had a fantastic career in the NFL and he was a great ball as well. I mean, and he, he gave back to Tennessee a lot. 1000%. Um, yeah. I mean, like spent said, 16 seasons with the Dallas Cowboy and, 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 and oh, by the way, I, I didn't realize this before I, I looked it up. Y'all remember he spent a season with the Raiders and, and, and it wasn't the Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders in 2020. That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. Did, did, didn't he play with the Broncos, though, too? Nope. Oh, it was just the Raiders. 16 huh. seasons with the Cowboys and then one random blip in the uh, COVID year with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. And then he went to ESPN. Yep. Um, so, 260 yeah. receptions, uh, almost 1,300 yards, 75 touchdowns. <laughs> That's wild. That's, that's, yeah. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I'm certain that he'll even. Just a matter of time. Yeah, because he's more than deserving. Um, But yeah, Jason Witten, a great last pick on you. Um, We'll run through it real quick. Your list is is Peyton Manning, Eric Berry, Al Wilson, Juwan Jennings, and Jason Witten. My list is Alvin Kamara, Hendon Hooker, Leonard Little. Derek Barnett and AJ Johnson. Um, real quick, because we're coming up on time, I do want to get into a little bit of pub dubs. And oh God, we do of, have to do that. Sweet, yeah, Jesus. a little bit of the NFL, just two games, so it shouldn't be too bad. Um, a little bit of pub dubs and a little bit of the NFL. Did you have any honorable mentions that just run through real fast? Oh Lord, all right, yeah. Uh, let me pull up my list. All right. Uh... Okay, you only want the football players because, again, I did list out um, basketball and baseball players, right? Just save those basketball and baseball players for a later date. Only the All right, eliminate Josh Dobbs. Um, Charlie Garner. I, uh, I was a big Charlie Garner fan back in the day. And fun story, that is the only time I was ever denied entry into a club because I was wearing a Charlie Garner Raiders jersey. So, uh that's a that's that's a fun story, and then uh, uh, this is just a uh, fun uh, fun one I threw in there because uh, mostly it's an inside joke between me and a friend, uh, somebody I lovingly refer to as the Japanese cowboy, Luke Stockard, because he's um, neither Japanese nor a cowboy. Discuss Luke Stalker. Yes, he is. I remember. I do remember Luke Stalker. Um. Again, he's neither Japanese nor a cowboy. 
That, that, those are your only two? Yeah, because everybody else got drafted. Oh, oh okay. Um, on mine, I had Robert Meacham. I had... Ooh, Meach uh, is a good one, yeah. Cordero Patterson. Oh, um, CP. Yeah, CP was a good one. But... but wasn't wasn't here for 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 a long time no. here for a good time yeah yes he was also th- um, also thought about throwing in Kelly Washington yeah uh, I had Jalen Hyatt um, yeah mm-hmm. man that season he had, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I also had I mean I had Kurt Majit and Jalen Reeves Maven uh, with that linebacking core but I but I but you with AJ okay I get yeah. that yeah um, Kurt Majit loves Tennessee though. That's somebody that like he, you can tell that that dude actually loves Tennessee. Um, Darrell Taylor, we going to whoop their fucking ass. Uh, well, how did I forget? Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and he also threw, uh, through, uh, the double golden birds or, uh, at Bama, didn't yep. he? Yep. Yeah, he did. No, no, that was, um, Rashawn Golden. Yeah, that's Rashawn right. Yeah, Galden. yeah, yeah. The Golden yeah, Birds. Golden yep. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, Darrell Taylor. The only reason I had him on the list, though, was before the we whooped their fucking ass. We gonna whoop their fucking ass. I was like, oh so my great. god. Um, Still to this day, me and my buddy Rab hashtag. Uh, we gonna whoop their fucking ass. Yep. Yep. Uh, this Josh is the Dobbs most. Was on my list. Uh, this is the most cussy episode we've had. It is. Thanks, Darrell um, Taylor. <laughs> uh, Josh Dobbs was on my list. Um, obviously cam Sutton was there. Um, Sutton's a good one. And then I had two guys that I had just for like my heart's sake. I had pig Howard. I love Ooh, yeah. Pig mm-hmm. When he was at Tennessee, mainly because his nickname was pig pig. <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I love squirrel. And so I love pig because it, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, we've had this conversation. What if he went by Alton? Which is his actual first name. Yeah, probably not as much. But, I mean, Alton's a cool name, too. If his name was, like, Jeff, I'd be like, sorry, man. (laughs) Jeff. You're you're just a slot wide receiver. I don't, whatever. (laughs) Um, and, And then I had Khalil McKenzie on my list and Khalil McKenzie is one of those, what could have been things because he came in with so much hype. He was the number one player when we, when we got him. Yep. And, and he made the bucket hat a thing around here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember I, uh, I, I, I was working at news talk at the time. I remember. Yeah. Khalil and granted, he didn't do anything on the field at all. Nope. <laughs> But but man, well, I said he had he a lot of hype around. Could him. have been a what if. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, he um, he still ended up getting drafted. So or, or signing signing a uh, undrafted uh, rookie at least. So you know, yeah. there's that. Yeah, but I, I did love Khalil McKenzie when he was here. But you know, I wasn't I wasn't going to pick him. <laughs> um, so those those are my honorable mentions. Let's dive into pub dubs real quick. We've only got two games. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Justin's the one who does these, so I don't know what the records were for last week. It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure Justin went four and again. It no, he didn't. Me. No, he didn't. Oh, he did not. Thanks to you, right? You you blocked one of his, right? Uh, no. I mean, like like he like he's he's going to show up and say he did, but but don't believe him. No, he did not go four and He did not go four and He went zero and four actually. Exactly. Um, yep. So he, he, he actually went negative four. You know, so yeah, there you go. So we 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 caught up to him. 
Yep. Is mm-hmm. what happened. Actually, we're um, leading now because because yeah, that's yeah. how that works. Don't yeah. don't don't think about it too much. Just 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 no. go, Kevin. Go. We're in first and second. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I'll Perfect. give you first. I'm in second. Justin's in last. All right. Two games. Bingo. Bingo. Conference, <laughs> conference championship week. We've got. Uh, I do have his picks though. We have the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Baltimore, Maryland to face the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the spread on this game, live spread, is Baltimore minus three and a half. Baltimore minus three and a half is the spread. Uh, the Chiefs went to Buffalo and won again against the Bills, shattering my Super Bowl uh. pick. Um, in a heartbreaking game. I feel so bad for any of you that are Bills fans because, I like, do too. I mean, your life if, must suck. <laughs> if if Buffalo wasn't gonna beat Kansas City now, when are they going to? Because this is this is by far the worst Kansas City team that Patrick Mahomes has had, but they still found a way, and it is just inexplicable how it is Buffalo, like once again wide right yeah let oh me ask you God. if you were a bills fan would you rather somebody brought this up on something else that i was listening to this week if you were a bills fan would you rather have missed the field goal wide right and lost like that or made the field goal, have Patrick Mahomes have the ball back with a minute and 47 seconds left, have him drive down the field, and then kick a game-winning field goal. So you're and losing you either way. Yeah, you're losing either way, but you basically either lose the way you lost in the Super Bowl or lose the way you lost the last time you played Kansas City in the playoffs. I would rather lose on the defense. Lose with uh, Mahomes getting the ball back? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, because you wide, wide right in Buffalo. I mean, like, like that's like saying Voldemort in, in Hogwarts. Yeah. If that would have gone wide left, sure. Whatever. But But wide, wide right. right. And it was never close either. It was as soon as he kicked it, I was like, oh God, that's way off. (laughs) And I mean, I mean, Josh Allen, I don't know what, like, like. Like I, I was listening to the Ringer Fantasy Football podcast, and one of their hosts nailed it. Josh Allen is that Homer Simpson's meme meme come to life. Josh Allen, the cause of and solution to all of Buffalo's problems. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing bombing it when you just need like nine yards, dude? And and that that underneath pass was open both times. Just like 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 dump it off underneath, man. And and Stefan Diggs having oh, that ball go right through his hands, hitting it in, like, in, in, oh. on a sixty-five yard bomb. Remember that when when Stefan Diggs uh, tweets out something passive aggressive, uh, like around March. Just yeah. just 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 remember that play. Remember it. You feel bad for Josh Allen, though. I mean, always. I the do. Made, I do. The bride. I, do, I mean, like, like I feel like mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is like freaking Thanos. He's he's like, what he do is I have inevitable. to do to beat this guy in the? I playoffs? mean, like, like, like I'm I I'm a Titans fan, but but I do feel bad for Josh Allen. He just needs to go to the NFC, is what he needs to do. Or I mean, like, like does Sean McDermott need to need to be shown the door? I don't know. I don't know. It's. 
I don't know. I, I, I would assume there's some changes coming in Buffalo. Um, and, and I don't know if McDermott's one of them, but I do, like I said, I do feel incredibly bad for Allen, but the chiefs survived again and they will play the Ravens. Landon, who do you think wins the AFC championship game? I will tell you that Justin is sticking to his guns and picking Baltimore. Body more Murderland. All right. Yeah. Um, I know I'm probably going to look like a fool for picking against uh, Patrick Mahomes here because uh, he's had six seasons of being the starting quarterback and, or no, six seasons in the NFL. And he's been to the AFC championship game, six seasons. And I like, like, honestly, it's like, it's, it's, it's amazing. He has no functioning wide receivers outside of Rashid Rice. Um, uh, Travis Kelsey came back to life this past week inexplicably. That was, that was nice to see. Um, but I like, like Baltimore looks like the most complete team in the NFL. Um, the defense is stellar shut down and, Lamar looks like, well, the MVP of the league. I mean, he he accounted for four touchdowns, two in the air, two on the ground last week, uh, completely took over the second half against a pretty okay Houston team, had to shake off the rust in the first half. Uh, give me Baltimore to take care of business, I think, against Kansas City. But, I mean, like, I kind of feel like this is – a uh, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees situation. I'm not going to believe Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are dead until the uh, final whistle blows. There's triple zeros on the board in the fourth quarter, and there are more points for Baltimore than there are the Chiefs. Yeah, for the reason that you just said, I'm picking Kansas City. And Um, I don't fault you for that. I don't fault you for that. Yeah, I mean... I, like you said, you feel silly picking against Mahomes. I feel silly picking against Lamar Jackson because he's playing at an unbelie- unbelievable level. And the Ravens defense is playing fantastic. But last week against the Bills showed me like the Chiefs, until they're done breathing, you can't count them out. You know? Um and until until you get like that flat line on the heart monitor, they always have a chance. And and I think that Kansas City gets it done on the road, and Mahomes goes to the Super Bowl again. And you can't fight the power of one Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey. Yeah, there um, there there is that. And 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 the crazy thing is, it's like that was last week. Uh, Kansas City's performance was the most Kansas City we've seen the chiefs look in a long time. I mean, like, yeah. like Buffalo won the a time of possession. It was something like 38 minutes to 22, 23 or something like that. Like Buffalo was grinding out these 13, 14, 15 play drives. And then Kansas city was like six, seven, six, eight. And they, and, and, and that is, that is how Kansas city won their championship. So if, so if Kansas City inexplicably has found their groove again, look out, NFL. Um, yeah. Taylor Swift might be repeating. I mean, yep. the Chiefs might be repeating. 
Taylor Swift back to back. Um, so it's then the me. nightcap. Hi, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the winner. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nightcap is the Detroit Lions playing in the NFC Championship. America's game. team. America's team against the San Francisco 49ers who are the one seed playing at home in Santa Clara. Uh, they are a seven-point favorite in this game. No respect given to the Lions. Le- or Justin is picking the Lions to go with his Super Bowl prediction at the beginning of our uh, play- at the- at- during our playoff preview. Um, so who are you going with in this game, the Lions or the Niners? I am doing a quick Google search. What is going to be the uh, weather? It is on sunny Sunday. and sixteen. It's a sunny, brisk sixty-nine degrees. Nice. Okay. Um. I. This pains me to say. I'm sorry, America. I have enjoyed riding the Detroit train or I guess it would have been the Detroit car made in Detroit with y'all. It's been fun hanging out with Eminem, him showing up, being at all the games. Um, If it's not rainy and Brock Purdy apparently can't play in rain, apparently if it's even misting, he's made of toilet paper and he just disintegrates. Um, And assuming Debo Samuel is playing I think the 49ers take care of business and uh, we are looking at a one V one seed Super Bowl of the 49ers of San Francisco and the Robins of a uh, body There we go. So I am going, I've been against the lions all season or all postseason. I guess I've picked against them. I've, you know, said you know whatever they're the lions whatever i'm gonna pick the lions i'm gonna pick the lions okay all right to keep the dream alive i'm going with the lions i like a good you know uh underdog story or whatever i guess and so lions winning i think would be crazy but i don't know i just think maybe they do and jalen reeves maven would go to get to go to the super bowl Hendon uh, Hooker, too. I mean, he ain't going to get on the right. field. Well, well the Lions better hope he doesn't get on the field. Or maybe they do want him to get on the field. Maybe exactly. Hendon Hooker is the key. Maybe it's they time for his Alabama ascension. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going with the Lions in the massive upset of the 49ers. And give us a rematch of the very first uh, NFL championship between the Chiefs and the Lions. We'll run it back again. Um, I believe it was the very first NFL championship between the Chiefs and the Lions. Um, so we will go with the Lions to to upset the Niners, and I will see a Chiefs-Lions Super Bowl. Eminem against Taylor Swift is the pregame bout, and we'll see how that goes. Um <laughs> Like, 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 can can we talk about that? If, 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 uh, if both the Chiefs and the Lions make it, Eminem for the Lions, Chiefs have Taylor Swift. I know Usher is supposed to perform for the halftime show. Can't like Roger Goodell be like, uh, like, like, cancel Usher's car. We, we got it. Yeah. 
extenuating circumstances. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, Usher he, tested positive for COVID. He can't make it today. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> crisis, crisis averted. Yeah. <laughs> the show with Eminem featured. Um, that would be sick. I'd I'd be over the moon. Right. Um, yeah. So I I, so, I I really do hope that that. Like, like I'm, I'm pulling for the Lions. Like, I really hope the Lions win the whole damn thing at this point. They are such so, a fun story. America's pulling for the Lions. I think some 49ers fans are pulling for the Lions. Like, everybody's pulling for the Lions. Don't let us down, Detroit. Come through one time. That's all we ask. One time. Well, so, well, let's let's not all put our eggs in a basket for Detroit. I I, I don't want us all to be shattered. Are the Lions? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. But with that, I will go ahead and wrap up this show. I do hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, we did miss Justin, but we will see him next week. Uh, until next time, you guys give us a follow on the socials uh, at Boozy Sports Pod on the X. And thank you to producer Joe for making us sound good again. Joe, the goat Joe. Um, and until next week, you guys enjoy your weekend of conference championship your uh last weekend of two football games until college football starts so man that's enjoy that i'd love to put a little damper on everybody's happiness um (laughs) thanks for that question (laughs) but until then you guys have a good one and thank you once again for listening (laughs) bye-bye thank you for listening to another episode of moonshine and scoreboards Moonshine and Scoreboards is a Tri-M production and is hosted by Kevin Scott, Landon Doan, and Justin Krutzinger. Our engineer is Joe the Engineer. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Google Podcast, or anywhere you get your podcast. You can email us at moonshineandscoreboards at gmail.com. Subscribe, tell a friend, and come back next week for all of the fun, the games, the moonshine, and of course, the scoreboards. Yeah.